I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to Blighty Day Fiance. Day. <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is Michelle. My name is Robin. And we are a mm, mm, married, mm, international, mm, transatlantic, mm, monogamous, mm-hmm. heterosexual. Yeah. Couple. Right. <laughs> uh, what's your blood type, Michelle? I don't know, actually. No, I don't know either. I probably should. I like to think I've got that super special one, which anyone can have. So, you know, come at us if you need blood. Um, I'm sure I'm fine. I can do that, right? Yeah. Don't. <laughs> don't. Don't do that. You know, there are some people that, like, there's one blood type which is, like, universal. Yeah. Yeah. I just like to think I've got that I one. I think that's... T- it. It's either type A or type O. Are those the only two kinds? Isn't there like AB negative? I think it gets convoluted. I think O is the good one. Go for O. You should be asking this before you get together with people. You want to get yourself a good universal donor, right? Don't worry about their immigration status, whether they got a visa, anything like that. Find out their blood type. Well, my parents had incompatible blood types, and so I was jaundiced when I was born. Oh. But look at you now. So perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't look yellow anymore. No, you don't. Um... How are you, everyone? <laughs> I don't know where to go from there. You see, because um, for those of you who are unaware, I have recently been uh, diagnosed with what is now referred to as ASD or autism spectrum disorder. And now I know why 
uh, when a question like what blood type are you goes unanswered, I get stuck in sort of an Alice in Wonderland like alternative reality where I have to mine, you know, the the Warrens of my what's what is left of my memory um, and try and figure out an answer to that question. So I will be there probably for the next 10 minutes. So Robin, you can uh, what? run the show as you see fit. I shall reap. I have sown um, or sowed. Weird. Um, yeah. Here's the thing, guys. That's it. That's all, folks. Uh, 90 Day Fiancé is uh, no more in the UK um, for now. Uh, in case you didn't twig, that was it. That was that was Yo! season finale. Um, we don't know if there's any kind of a tell-all. Uh, we are available. Hit us up. Uh, we're also available for weddings, bar mitzvahs, uh, any other public functions. Um, so, yeah, we don't know if we're going to be seeing these guys again. Now, to celebrate... To celebrate, to mark this momentous occasion, uh, we did a bit of a collab, didn't we, Michelle? We did. With? With Wahima of Just Call Me Wah. Her channel is on YouTube. It is fantastic. You need to check it out. Also check out her podcast with Chris Farah, who is another phenomenal woman. Um, it is called Sweeties. I have listened to almost every episode. They've been going strong since August, and it is an absolute delight. They cover documentaries, docu-series, um, and they are so much fun to listen to. They've been the best of friends for many years, and it really comes across in how they relate to each other and um, the material. So, so check them out. Where yeah, can people absolutely. find them? Docu Sweeties is the podcast. Uh, Just call me Wah is the, is the YouTube, YouTube channel. channel. That's now, right. That is where you are going to find Michelle and me talking about two of the couples uh, from this finale. Uh, but we're going to do the other two for you here. Um, we might get the audio and drop a, a pod version of those other two couples uh, later on in the week. But for now, um, you get to see our faces as well. Our faces. Isn't that exciting? It's a quite exciting. We've gone video. It feels all very 20th century. And and I'm basically a 19th century man. <laughs> I'm just going to pour a little bit of maple syrup on that waffle. <laughs> wow. and uh, And wish our Jewish listeners and family Shana Tova. I Happy thought, New Year. I thought you were going to say our Canadian listeners with the maple syrup thing. Do you get a lot of Jews in Canada? Good question. If you're Jewish and, if you're Canadian, Jewish and Canadian, come at us. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how the no, diaspora... I was just I was thinking because the maple syrup is sweet. So, right. you know, sweet new year. Sweet new year. Yeah. Happy new year um, to all y'all for whom it is a new year. For everyone else, um, we'll get there soon. Don't worry. Yeah, Yeah. no time at all. End of September. We're in the home stretch. Um, Right. I don't think we've got any more housekeeping other than to say, if you have enjoyed our coverage of 90 Day Fiancé UK, we have enjoyed covering things for you. Um, uh, We are still doing Sister Wives. 
Yep. Uh, and of course, you will catch our semi regular date blight episodes where we'll do all kinds of other things. We're thinking this year, this week, <laughs> um, yeah, we'll do one a year. That'll be good. We're thinking this week we'll, we'll do a crime and punishment special. Um, it's about time we dived headlong into the wonderful world of Inmate to Roommate. Uh, so go check that out. We might couple it with some life after lockup. Um, but we're here for all the good things in life. Don't worry. We ain't going nowhere. Yes. Uh, keep following us, hit that follow button, um, like subscribe. If you're listening to us on YouTube, um, Spotify rate us, uh, and just keep following along. We've got some fun, um, interviews and things like that to share. So, yeah, all kinds of things. Right. Should we cover our last two uh couples yes who so, we got left who did we did who did we did who did we did <laughs> who did we did with what we did um emma and hossein yep and um richard and kathleen richard and kathleen that's right yeah um love we, you richard by the way yeah. thanks for listening yeah it's a sad day for richard isn't yeah. it yeah yeah um for what it's worth, what y'all saw on TV there is is kind of how it played out. Um, Kathleen, just she gone. Yes, Richard has confirmed on publicly on his Instagram that sadly Richard and Kathleen, the camel toe uh, royals, are sadly no more. How does that work when camel kings <laughs> and camel queens? Is it like Henry the Eighth? Is it you know beheaded, beheaded, divorced, beheaded? beheaded no, it's it's di- divorced, beheaded, died. Yeah. divorced, beheaded, survived. That's right. Yeah, sorry. Um, is that what like is Richard going to have to cut his toe off? I hope not. Shit, that'll affect his funky dance moves. I think maybe he'll uh, abdicate the throne. There can be no other king. Uh, we very much hope Richard finds himself uh, <laughs> uh, another lovely lady from another part of the world so we can see him back on our screens for season two. If indeed there is a season two. Um, the little chipmunks on the grapevine say that no one knows right now. That's right. Yeah. Useless so bloody chipmunks. Fingers and are. toes crossed. Let's keep talking about them out in the internets and, uh, and right. make sure that this show gets what it deserves which is a second season right right to your mp or your congressman <laughs> um see if you can get your local clergy involved uh we could all do one of those things on twitter they used to do do you remember when everyone posts at the same time and people go mm, yeah that's the thing uh i don't know what else we can do can we do a go fund me let's commission the next season ourselves we'll pay for it you need to not say things like that ah. because we don't have the means to pay for, you know, a an TV entire production. series run. Yeah. No, not yet don't. anyway. No. Um, wait till we start the Patreon. Ha ha ha. Um, anyways, another digression. There we are. All right. Let's talk about Sean and Christine. Yes. And just to make things a little more confusing, Sean's mother's name is Kathleen. Yeah. Like, F you, the people that put any of this together. It's unacceptable. Like, for a long time, everyone struggled with Christine and Kathleen, right? Yeah. Not unreasonably, but 
whenever people did struggle with it, they had to stare at themselves in the mirror for a long time and go, I'm not racist. I'm not racist. I'm not racist. Because, like, that was the thing, right? It's hard. Because, like, names are hard anyway, right? And then you have that thing that it's two women from the similar kind of part of the world, and you felt really bad about but it. But the, the names sound alike. They and do then sound there alike. are two Sean's, right? Spelled right. very differently. Yeah. And now we've thrown Kathleen the second, or maybe Kathleen the first. She is the elder Kathleen. She is. Um, do you think? What What do you think <laughs> was the substance of that argument? Because we didn't get to see it. No. I imagine the argument happened, and yeah. then uh, production was informed of said argument. Yeah, I think they got people in the neighboring apartments that when it's like the bat signal, when voices are raised a call comes out to the camera crew to be like quickly peg it over there. But they always miss the good stuff at the start, right? Yeah. Um, I, look, I don't enjoy this woman, Sean's mother. Um, oh, I, she is without a doubt the, uh, the, like they, like they, the arch villain of this season, as far as I'm concerned. She's shown some pretty ugly, manipulative tendencies. Um, I don't appreciate the way that she has characterized Christine. I don't appreciate her seeming not to acknowledge her own grandson until he was three years old or two and a half, however old he was when they met him. Um, And I'm just going to come out and say that I rather suspect her language got pretty ugly um, and pretty heated in that exchange and that there were some words said that are not uh, repeatable. Yeah. Um, Here's my big issue with all of that. You know, when she's like, um, I said some really bad things and I'm sorry. She did. She apologized. Right. Mm -hmm. And then she goes, but you said some pretty bad things too. Here's a little lesson for all of you. If you say something really awful to someone and they respond back with something that you don't much want to hear, it is still all your fault. All your fault. Um, People are going to say things in the heat of the moment in defense, but it's someone that turns up the heat of the moment and makes it hot. That is the person to be looking at, right? So you said some horrible things too. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I don't want to be like a four-year-old in the playground of like, he started it, but the started it rule is quite important when it comes to people saying things. Like when you're under attack, I think it's it's a very strong person that doesn't just fire back with things, right? I think it's a good rule, generally speaking, that if the word but is in your apology, it's not an apology. I don't think that she... Unless you're apologizing for doing something to someone's... (laughs) To someone's butt. Yeah. Um, I thought it was... I mean, I look, I wasn't surprised at all because she's shown this sort of tendency before, but... The way that she manipulates her son emotionally was really hard to watch and really triggering. And I think you probably know why. Yeah. Um, But also the way she doesn't support her son. No. She doesn't. Like, she backs all of his failures and enables everything that's shit about Sean. But I don't see her ever providing a solution. No, because... 
as long as things are not going well for him, he's going to be dependent on her yep. for reassurance. Yep. And we've seen what happens when he no longer needs her for reassurance. And she's done the same thing to Christine. The Christine thinks of her as her best friend is now dependent on her. Yep. The love ga- people that remove love to teach people a lesson in that way are beyond the pale. Yeah. Yeah. Um I thought her behavior was inexcusable. Another thing that I felt was inexcusable, um, putting a bottle Yeah, I knew, of- as soon as you said that, I was like, <laughs> oh, you're going to talk about the, the sewage wine. The sewage wine. <laughs> um, look. We all saw that brown patch of algae floating in that water, right? That wasn't just me. I mean, I say algae, but God only knows. I don't... I could smell that scene while it was happening. <laughs> I I could see Sean going to Tesco, buying a shirt there. No shade. Taking the shirt directly out of the box and putting it on because it still had all the fold marks on it. Yeah. Um, but fine. Yeah. You know? Yeah, 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 nice yeah. bottle of uh, Cheeky Prozzi. Uh, to celebrate right, their we've engagement. Been, we've had the prosy thing with Richard. We can't say prosy when we mean Prosecco anymore. Okay, all right. Um, but y'all, he put it in the little ravine, which I promise you had sewage in it. And <laughs> that ruined the entire thing for me. Yeah, it wasn't. it wasn't good. When I was a student living like in student halls of residence. Um, you have to improvise to chill things, right? Because you I didn't have access to a fridge. Actually, I did have access did to... Did you have to put your meat on air conditioning <laughs> Pretty, <fence? laughs> Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, there was a kitchen, but to go to it would mean that I had to, like, socialise with other people and I wanted to... Well, hide, you'd have to go all the way down to the scullery, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, the buttery, um, <laughs> the larder. No, they're cool. Um, I think like they the the place where people eat in the very fancy universities is called butteries, like in Oxford and Cambridge. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't go to. <laughs> no, but you did go to a, a very fine university. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we didn't have a buttery. Um, but no, I used to hang carrier bags out of my window and put all of my you know, like dairy and stuff and some salad. I basically lived off salad. So I kept it all in the bag hanging out the window because it was bloody cold pretty much all the time. And that kept things, you know, sufficiently chilled. Um, Maybe not in the summer. So if you do that in America, on a good day, you'll get rats. Right. On a bad day, you'll get a raccoon. Right. And on a really bad day, you'll get a bear. So we we tend to avoid keeping our food outside. I mean, it was quite high up, my room. Yeah. Have I, you seen a black bear climb? Well, can they scale the size of buildings? Probably, given half the chance. Shit. We don't have bears. It was It's Bristol. Have <laughs> <laughs> bears in Bristol. Oh, there are bears in Bristol. Yeah, there are bears in Bristol, but <laughs> not a, that kind an of entirely bear. different breed. Dirtbag uh, pirates. Dirtbag pirates, ahoy. A veritable... All over the place. Um, 
So, no, there are many ways that you can chill something. Um, a classic is some ice. Uh, <laughs> That works really well. I mean, bag of ice from the supermarket. Bag no of ice sweat. from the supermarket. Yeah. No sweat. Yeah. Um, <sighs> all right, but look. also get a, if you're going to do a picnic rug, that rug needs to at least be big enough for the food and two people. But and ideally, it, some room to spread out. It should also be an outdoor, like picnic blanket, not like a throw from the sofa which soaks up all of the sewage water from the river yeah Uh, we are being a little mean about it it wasn't an entirely repulsive proposal although if i try to propose to you that way by essentially sneaking up behind you and telling you to close your eyes and getting down on what pretending i'm doing up my shoe like that's a neat that's a new one um I think you would turn around, scream, and hit me. Yeah, but not out of anger, no, like just, out of my reptile brain yeah, survival. Yeah, you don't do well with, with, with surprises. No, I hate surprises. I don't think Christine likes surprises very much either. No, no. not anymore. There probably was a time in her life when surprises meant delight. Yeah. Did um, you like the bit where she didn't even wait for him to finish his inept, clumsy sort of... And she just, yes! Just stop talking! Can I be completely honest with you? Yeah. I I genuinely tuned out... Right. ...after he opened... Uh, after I just couldn't stop thinking about... <laughs> so, there's a documentary on YouTube called The Big Stink. And um, if you want to understand... <laughs> Just if you want to get some insight into my brain and where it goes when I think about you're back to the prosecco, the river. The... I'm back to the prosecco and the river, and I, I, I can think of nothing else. Yeah, you might as well propose because you're both getting botulism and dying. You're not going to get married. No, I mean, all I can think about basically. The, so the big stink is a documentary about this one summer in London where the Thames smelled so bad it was like peeling the wallpaper off people's houses and was it 200 some years ago yes does it still live rent free in my brain this event that happened absolutely um i do not drink tap water i i can't get it out of my head and i can't explain (laughs) it but if you if you really want to know then you can know but uh, yeah i don't i have no memory of the rest of that (laughs) after that i really don't dear discovery plus uh we're a couple of podcasters we attempt to recap your programs unfortunately because of the uh buggy water (laughs) moment in your program we were unable to perform our duties Uh, they just need a simple content warning right that's true (laughs) this program may contain scenes of graphic violence swearing and buggy water yeah yeah anyway Wish them the best, honestly. Oh, I suppose. Um, you know, I I hope that they have a long and happy life together. I hope Christian Yanyan is... Running um, through those meadows. Running through those meadows, uh, staying out of those rivers mm. and canals um, and, you know, swimming in the ocean, ideally, if he's going to swim or perhaps a chlorinated Lido. 
That's yeah. British for outdoor pool. Yeah. We love our Lidos. Yeah. Yeah. This country has given the world Lidos and Dido. Do you remember Dido? Of course I do. Yeah. But isn't she, is she English English or is, you interviewed her, didn't you? Yeah. I think, is she Irish? I'm not sure. Crap. Why, how can you not know something like that when you met her? I don't know. I guess it was a while ago. She's very dull. She was uh, part of the Faithless clan. Her brother's in Faithless, I think. Do you remember Faithless? Not familiar. Remember, I can't get no sleep. No. No. Anyway. There you go. That's the end of Sean and Christine. Um, I don't know that I'll miss them. I feel a bit sorry for Christine in that she's gone through, frankly, hell. Uh, It's been a really rough ride for her. And at the end of it, her prize is Sean. And a lot more work. (laughs) Yeah. A lot more work probably even than she was doing in um, the Philippines. So, yeah. Is it it bleak? I don't know. Like, love is something. She does love him. Yeah, she does. And he does love her. Yeah. And maybe that's enough. Maybe. Maybe. I guess we'll find out or not. Say long, fair people. We wish you the best. And next time we are driving through... Hampshire on the way to your mom's. We will drive. We will stop in Botley and try and look for you. (laughs) (laughs) We'll go to a pub and hope that one of you is there. We'll go go to a pub and and gently challenge Jimmy or be there. You know what, though? Christine looks like she gives really good hugs. Like sometimes I want to cry when I see her hugging people because I bet she gives really good hugs. I'm just sad that she had to hug, you know, Kathleen the first. I know. Who is. Not good. No. All right. Uh, Moving on, perhaps, to uh, maybe a more cheerful situation. Probably not. No. Um, Pat and Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Wag. You've left us with the, the real humdingers. <laughs> the real joy left for the Blighty Brigade. Um, yeah, Pat and Sam. Pat and Sam, who sound like, like when you say it together, it sounds like a, a couple of DJs on Capital Radio. Sam and Pat, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we don't obviously get anything with them together because bad news for them both i suppose uh the the grecian good news for greece yeah um that holiday is off uh i was really surprised that pat took it in her stride the way that she did she was very almost completely unfazed by it yeah i don't know if she Look, the mind boggles. I I honestly have no idea whether they were ever going to meet in Greece, and maybe that's why she didn't. Because here's the thing. She got very emotional when her friend Geraldine challenged her, challenged her and yeah. was kind of probing her uh, a lot about that situation. Because it is, y'all, um, they call them love rats uh there are gentlemen in various different countries 
who prey on older ladies and scam them out of lots of money. Surprise, surprise. It happens here in England. It happens everywhere, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so it's not an uncommon thing. And it's, I am relieved that at least one person in Pat's life is willing to ask her those difficult questions, even if she was put up to it. Now, off the top of my head, I can't think of anyone else in the 90-day universe where it hasn't been a scam to get to the other country, right? To my perspective, I still think that my previous theory is true that it's nothing to do with immigration. Immigration, I think it's everything to do with having your rent paid and your motorcycles paid for. I don't think Sam has any intention of coming. I don't think he ever did have any intention. However, there was that big reveal that his long-term plan is to bring over... Did you did you make a list yep, of... 13 people in his family, I believe. Yeah. This is one for our friend Dan, the immigration lawyer, I think. Um, not really sure how you can bring over 13 people once uh, once you yourself emigrate. Pretty, pretty sure that it's not like a a, um, a guest list at a, a fancy party. I don't think you get a plus 13. No, and uh, this is this is really uncomfortable for lots of reasons. You you might be aware of this in the US, you might not. Um Pakistan is currently in a horrible state. About yeah. two-thirds of it is underwater due to massive flooding, and it's a major humanitarian crisis. So I... And and even if it weren't, I have a very hard time criticizing anyone whose goal in emigrating to a Western country is to make life easier for their family. I couldn't agree more. This entitlement that people have just because through an accident of birth, they happen to be born in one country and someone through an accident of birth happened to be born in another gives you any more moral right to live there. Doesn't compute in my head. I'm just incredibly lucky to have been born here rather than, you know, a much more impoverished country. That's just luck. I didn't earn it in any way. I don't have any moral claim to living here. Right. And particularly if he now, particularly if you're going to work for the National Health Service and put yourself in mortal danger, really, uh, given the way that things have been in the past couple of well, years. that's true, yeah. You know, if it's not COVID that takes you out, it's stress, it's overwhelm, it's we really... Exactly. We owe so much to the people on the front lines in the healthcare system in this country. We really do. The majority of whom are immigrants, right? I think that's... The majority of whom whom are immigrants, uh, many of whom do not earn a living wage and have to feed their families through food banks. It's shocking. I will get off my soapbox now, but... So look, no shade on Sam. Good luck to him. In that sense. Well... Bad luck to him. <laughs> Bad luck to him in the sense that I don't think he ever intends to come here, you see. That's the thing. No. And, like, if he could give Pat what he said he'd give Pat, like, come and be... Give her the kisses and cuddles she craves and the scrabble, then fine. 
But I don't think he's got any intention. I don't believe he's studying. I don't believe he is a nurse. I, I don't believe that that is what he wants to do in any way. I don't believe that his studies are the reason he couldn't go to Greece. I don't believe a word of it. I don't either. Um, what I will say is that I I could be persuaded, persuaded, if you like, I could be persuaded into buying that Pat is an older gal. Maybe she doesn't get the same thrills out of life that she once did. And if this is keeping her yeah. happy, yeah in her life, then he is providing a service for her for true. which that's true. One might expect compensation. And I actually don't mind her paying. If it, again, if it makes her happy to give him her money, that's fine. What worries me is that there's going to be a big price at the end of this. What worries and, me and is her that heart will be broken. That's, right. Yeah. What worries me is that she doesn't have a realistic perspective on this at all in the same way that jenny of jenny and sumit does not have a realistic perspective at all on her relationship we actually i won't uh use her name but we had a listener message us on our instagram who shared with me that she had been in a relationship with um a man who was 20 plus years her junior and they were together for about 14 years and she broke it off when their lifestyles were no longer compatible. Yeah. Right. So when he was in his early thirties and she was in her early fifties, I guess she recognized, you know, my what I want out of life is different now than mm-hmm. what I did before, and you know what I think. That's okay. I, I think that's beautiful. Yeah, marriage doesn't have to be forever. It doesn't have to, be, and relationships don't have to be forever. No, um, and just because they finish doesn't mean it's actually a sad or tragic thing. Nor is it a failure. No, perfectly reasonable to have a great ten years with someone and then a great ten years with someone else. Now, if you can have a great seventy years with someone, brilliant. But there's no point in having 10 great years and then 10 awful ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but where I have an issue <laughs> with Jenny and Sumit, um, and I, I don't think this is an earth-shattering take, okay? She needs to let him get a job. He needs to build a livelihood, livelihood for himself. Oh, he yeah. needs to have a life Outside after of the coop. Outside of the chicken coop, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, what is nice about Pat Sam and Pat's relationship is I don't see her being jealous. I don't see her trying to monopolize his time. I don't see her trying to create, you know, unnatural barriers between him and his family. I know. You know, she... There's so much that's nice about it. And also, apart from them sounding like Capital Radio DJs from the 80s, which Americans won't understand, um, every time I hear uh, Sam and Pat, I do think it was Sam and Cat from... (laughs) Sam and Kat, Ariana Grande's uh, TV debut, right? Yeah, and Jeanette McCurdy, whose book uh, I read pretty much in one day. Um, 
Jeanette McCurdy's book, which is titled I'm Glad My Mom Died, is a phenomenal, brutal memoir of being a child star. And so, sadly, that has kind of tainted Sam and Cat for me a bit. Okay. um, Because she was very sad while she she was was filming all of that. Yes. She was being abused in um Oof. i'm we don't have to talk about that was that a nickelodeon show it sure was just in yes. case anyone hasn't got a clue what we're talking no about. no people know what we're talking about people know that alfie likes sam and cat doesn't yeah he? yeah yeah um now alfie's with his um with uh, michelle is alfie's stepmom alfie is with his mum mum i suppose um this weekend so he's not around for Alfie's glossary corner. No. No. If he were, we would be asking Alfie to translate um, candy floss. Candy floss, yes. And on the off chance that you didn't get a butcher's hook or... <laughs> that's Cockney rhyming that's slang That's Cockney for rhyming look. slang for look. Um, at what Pat was enjoying, it was what Americans call cotton candy. Yeah. You see, we call it candy floss because that is <laughs> actually what we use to floss our teeth with in this country, which is why we all have terrible teeth. That's 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 why it's called that. And, I, and presumably you call it cotton candy because you um, make clothing out of it like Caesar makes panties. Yes, that's absolutely that's, right. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Spun sugar. I love cotton candy. Yeah, me too. I'm a major, major sweet tooth person i know that some people have a salt tooth or a fat tooth i love sweet well for the first four years of our relationship we were very good we didn't do much confectionery but i'd say in the last like year we've it's uh, gotten bad we've let our confectionery belts (laughs) a a few notches looser haven't we we really need to scale it back um (laughs) but you know at least we're not buying heroin you know Right, just Haribo. Just Haribo. Yeah. Could be worse. Yeah, it could be worse. Well, there you go. Um, oh, how do you feel, Michelle? Is that a little nose blowing off camera there? Sorry, yeah. It's... Are you doing some heroin? Is no, that... I am not. I am not. Um, I'm a little bit uh, throaty, coldy, fluey because... Why the, don't you pre- the heat comes back on and the radiators are really bad But for why the don't voice, you pretend that you were sobbing because it's the end of uh, 90 Day Fiancé UK Season 1 and you're kind of heartbroken about it. I'm, I'm sad, yeah. There are people who I'm going to miss. There are people who I am going to think about a lot. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm really glad that Kede, for example, is so active on social media because it means I get... That little pocket full of sunshine. Should we really quickly, because we don't think there's going to be a tell-all. Once again, we are available. Um, assuming there isn't, um, I mean, we could theoretically go over everything again. But just let's take five minutes just to look back at everyone and just quickly give our thoughts on how we felt their stories went. Do you want to do that? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do roses and thorns. Swings and roundabouts. <laughs> Brickbats and bru- bouquets. You ever heard that? I was trying to do Kyle from Below Deck, but I I don't think can't. you've got a lot of chance of doing Kyle from Below Deck. 
<laughs> I think I've got a better chance of doing Carl from Blow Deck. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay, so um, right off, right out of the gate, um, highlights were um, the fish hike. <laughs> What do we call it? What are we going to put on the tote bag? The oh, the entry-level seafood hike. Entry-level yeah. seafood hike, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Katie and Alejandro proposal. Who, it was just, who would have thought food poisoning could turn into something so beautiful? You know what was just an absolute pleasure? was watching two families on opposite sides of the world unconditionally and openly and warm-heartedly embrace... Their Unite. child's yeah. partner. Yeah. 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 That was, that I was can't an wait absolute for pleasure. That I can't wait for Nana Liz to get together with Papa. Um, Alejandro. Alejandro. Uh, that is going to be beautiful with her strangled Spanish. This is why we need a season two. Yes. Yes. That was wonderful. Um, I loved the camel toe tattoos. Yep. I thought that was sweet. Yeah. Um, I loved F you want boom, boom, <laughs> then keep clean. Yeah. Uh, and I loved the other sign too, that I d- couldn't possibly replicate. But uh, God off damn the it. Cuff. If you lot aren't amazing. You, someone who speaks like fluent. Uh, yes. Filipino. Is that the language? I think it's Tagalog. Okay. Um, like, deciphered it, which yeah. is incredible. Yes. Yep. That was that was amazing. Crowdsourcing at its finest. Um, I liked it when... I, I liked the moments when Victoria and Sean were happy together. Yeah. <laughs> I loved the chemistry between Bridie and Host. Oh, I yeah. loved that passion. I loved, loved Host's uncle, yeah. Wissam. I thought he was gorgeous to yeah. look at and listen to. I quite like Wissam's girlfriend. Yes, she was very pretty. She was. Um, and I'm sure she was one of many. <laughs> I just have a feeling. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he hurts for... Uh, the company of women at any given time. No one goes there for a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> well, they might. Uh, the, well, did he see Bridie's hair? The bonus. As <laughs> it, it wasn't great. No, it was definitely. Um, I think with some skills lie in other areas. Well, to be fair, I don't think that she got a cut at that point. It was more of the style, and the style was. And it wasn't Chitara. done by Wissam, was it? It was done by the no, woman. No, it wasn't. It was somebody else. <laughs> Yeah, the one who Get your hands off my man. Who was not happy. Yeah. Um, what else? I really liked... You know what? I liked watching uh, Pat do her Flags flag for, for Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, that was good. That was a joy. I really liked just watching somebody in spiritual ecstasy. I really liked Kenzie... Because I can't remember the last time I saw a teenager on a reality show that I thought was good people. I can't remember the last time I saw a teenager <laughs> full stop. Honestly, Kenzie's restored Ooh, my good faith. People. Like, yeah. She's lovely and yeah. smart and beautiful and just a real human being. God bless her. Yeah. Like, and a total parentified child, sadly. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. But it was just really lovely to see like someone of her age that wasn't trying to be 10 years older 
Uh, yeah. Just, yeah, she's But at smuggle. the same time, remaining calm, level-headed, so working cool. things out on she's... behalf of her mom yeah. and just handling... Kenzie's cool as fuck. Being in front of a camera with grace and aplomb, it was, it was really a pleasure to watch. Yep. Um, and then her imaginary friend, who no one else... <laughs> No one else can see Taylor. He no, he he was. I think he was there because they needed two witnesses, and Kenzie needed some emotional support. And who wouldn't in that situation? Yeah, my yeah. my goodness. But actually, you know what? Like the supporting cast were really good all round. Alfie. Alfie was Alfie's Alfie been a huge influence on our lives. We've essentially changed the name of our child because of Alfie. Alfie was only on it like once. Yeah, I think so. But he made a big impression. He did. He made a big impact. Jimmy. Jimmy and his cemetery teeth. Yeah. Um, Lest we forget. That was that was some brutal dental work. Uh-huh. Even a lot of candy even floss. for England. That was a lot. Um I loved Callum's mum. Yep. She was a lot of fun. And, of course, uh, that was another... If we were giving out awards, Callum's mum is the person I'd most like to have a drink with on the, on the yeah, show. Yeah, she was fantastic, wasn't yeah. she? And I... I would say Richard, but I couldn't keep up with him. Oh, there's no way. No. There's no way. No. Um, I loved... Uh, I loved seeing Callum and Marvin together and in love and... Wherever that relationship goes, I mean, obviously, I wish them the best. I hope that it is what they what they both want. But seeing, you know, queer love, I celebrate that. Yeah. If International. It, if it gives Callum an experience of what love is like, and if it gives Marvin some freedom, wow. Yeah. Right? That's, a, a, that's a win. What an incredible gift. Who cares if it lasts? Right? It doesn't matter. No. Um. And I'm I, I put that disclaimer on all of these relationships, and I know, I know we sort of said as much about Sam and Pat, but she seems really happy. Yeah, she really does. Yeah, and the fact that she didn't freak out over the missed holiday, and she's just living every day. But now that to every man, now every man in Southport knows she's got a yard. Patty's gonna have no shortage of suitors. Yeah. Um, I doubt very much that she's she's going to be uh, taking taking gentlemen callers, but who knows? So look, a lot of highs for me. If there is one low, it's it's the low that comes from the end of a high, right? So the season started out just gloriously. We came off the back of Miona and Jabri, and I was like, I was almost ready to to quit this whole thing. You know, that was all, that season of 90 Day was so gross. And then suddenly we had these real human beings. Yeah. With real lives and real loves and real problems. And they were funny and they were different. And, you know, they were British, which I guess is something to me, but I don't really care about that. Um, They could have been from anywhere. It would have been just fine. Um, I'm a little sad that that, energy at the start and the realness of it turned into something that feels less real as we get to the end i think there were a couple of narratives that uh that felt unnatural 
mm-hmm. shall we say, and maybe a little forced and possibly one-sided. Yeah. Uh, I'll just say that because we don't really need to untangle that ball and we, of yarn. And, and we don't really know. But just as viewers, I, I didn't buy it all. And, and if I'm not buying it as a viewer, that's a failure. Well, there were things that from a storytelling standpoint did not make sense. No. And we don't, again, we're not, look, we're not here to yuck all over something yummy. No. This was, and, and I, I suppose also it was, the thorns were every time Richard got oh. in his own way. I mean, the biggest thorn is, is the wife acronym. There is nothing lower Probably in 90-day history than that acronym. That was rough. Although, um, maybe Lewis. I don't, speaking of which, we actually didn't say this on, on when we covered um, Emma and Hussein. That look Hussein gives in the car, right? Oof. That was pr- pure Luis, like Luis yeah. and Molly. You remember like... Oh, that was awful. That, that legendary scene where it's like the bird, why? Right, when they have yep. that showdown about her having like satanic iconography in her bedroom. Yeah, ridiculous. Right, and they kind of split up or she storms out or whatever and the camera goes to him and it's like Leland Palmer in Twin Peaks. <laughs> but this laugh that he does of, I don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> I've got everything I want. Her same does the same laugh. Terrifying. It felt very dark. Very yeah. That wasn't dark. that wasn't nice. But um far more highs than lows, I think, overall. But you know what, Robin? Yeah. The best part of this entire season. I'm guessing it's not Rich's pants. It's the listeners. Huh. Thank you all so much for inviting us into your homes, your places of work, your vehicles, your authentic steam trains, your kitchens, your one bedroom flats, your cars, (laughs) your bedroom. Thank you for inviting us into your bedroom. Your airplane bathrooms. Yeah. um, Your... Riversides that probably have a little bit of poo-poo in them. Thank, thank you for putting us in, in your ears so you can listen to us instead of uh, your spouse who you can't stand the sound of their voice anymore. Thank you for listening to us and telling your kids, I can't hear you, I've got headphones in, when they're bugging you for your attention. Thank you for choosing us for that. Thank you for choosing us for... Um taking baths and doing laundry and the dishes where wherever you listen yeah the oh but, and we still want to know by the way blightedayfiance at gmail.com i still want to know where you are when you listen to this yeah absolutely you can join our facebook group the blighty day bays b-a-e-s can we give a shout out to our glorious moderators in in that facebook group um i should say I've got to keep up with these people. These people are funny as fuck. Um, they are a glorious, glorious group. Um, you can hang out with some people that are charismatic and delightful if you join the group, and their names are... Caroline Dickey, Heidi Anderson Pearson, Licia Hockenberry, Megan Taylor, Sonora Kelly, Stephanie Pelkey, and Sue Quinton. Like, the greatest 
ring women people could have. Absolutely. Absolutely. I also want to thank Wahima of Just Call Me Wah and DocuSweeties for generously hosting us on our YouTube debut, our video debut even. And I want to thank more than anyone from the bottom of my heart, Mr. Jake Anthony, Mr. Matt Marr, you guys gave us a tremendous platform, welcomed us into this community and gave us so much support and encouragement. And we are so grateful. Yeah. To be honest, you told us to do a fucking podcast (laughs) and uh, who says no to, to them? Nobody. Nobody says no to poodle. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag. It's not cheating if it's poodle. Right. Um, Yeah. So, you know what? The conversation is not ending. It's only just beginning. We are um, doing a Patreon. We've got lots more free content coming up for you as well. We are currently uh, recapping Sister Wives. We're also going to do our weekly um, date blight episodes. Weekly-ish. Weekly-ish, but weekly until the next... Thing oh, starts we that we're going to yeah, cover well, we'll faithfully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you guys, we're going to try and give you freeloading bastards um, at least two good solid slabs of fun yeah, every week. Yeah, um, exactly. And, and then we might do some other things for some people with you know lovely deep pockets. Thank you so much. Yes, absolutely. Now, if you have not had the opportunity to rate and review us. Um, do not despair. There will be opportunities, further opportunities to win tote bags because I know not everyone listens on Apple podcasts or is able to, um, rate and review us there. And but by the way, if you've left us reviews in places where we may not have spotted them, that shit counts. Yeah, of so course it does. Blightedayfiance.gmail.com. Like send us that. Like, tell us where to look on Amazon or Spotify or anything. So that's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Podcast addict. That's fine. Don't worry. And uh, like I said, there will be further opportunities to win tote bags. But keep an eye on our socials because what we haven't got are the names and addresses of people who yes. have earned those tote bags. So when we put out a post saying that Kathy in Bakersfield has won a tote bag, we're expecting only Kathy in Bakersfield to send us a name and address, all right? Like Sam from Pakistan can't pretend to be her and get a tote bag. Oh, so you were talking about Bakersfield, and I thought about Destiny from Love After Lockup. Yeah, well, Destiny will probably be trying to con us out of, out of October. Uh, <laughs> Destiny, if you're listening, on the off chance that I you're listening... I was too busy to write a review. <laughs> we know you were too busy vaping while pregnant, um, and you can your you and your baby can have a free tote bag. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> now, any cast members want us to make something for you, that's fine. We're available. Please wear Blighty Day Fiancé t-shirts, the essential fashion item for winter fall 22. Yes. Um, (laughs) AW, autumn winter, we call it. Do you call it FW in the States? Like in fashion seasons? No, it's still AW. Is it? Yeah, still autumn winter. Okay. Um, Finally, last but not least, I want to thank my mother. Oh, yeah. Uh, my mother, Lorraine, is my hero. 
she had she is the rock upon which my family unit is built she is my strength she is my hope the wind beneath my wings and a million other things and she has um been through an extraordinary season of her life in the life of my family. And I just want to dedicate this episode to her because we love her so much and we're sending her lots of love and encouragement. And of course we want to thank her for supporting this little endeavor because she doesn't even watch the show you guys. And she still listens to these episodes. Yeah. We love you Lorraine tough broad in a tough time. Um, she's kind of the best of us y'all. You, she, you really are a Shiro. We love you so much. Thank you so much, mom. Yeah. And that's not the end. Like we said, (laughs) you'll find us all over the damn place. Honestly, you can't get rid of us. You can unsubscribe. We'll just take over the podcast you stay subscribed yeah. to. Fuck you if you even think about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in the immortal words of Alfie, not his real name, um, we quite literally will see you soon. <laughs>